Oh man. What do we got going on? Here we go. We got some cool intro music. Say what? <laughs> oh man. I'm like trying to like get in here and to get this working. Cause I wanted to talk a little bit about empathy and some of the information that came in from a download that I got. My guide was just going off and Dorian was like, dude, what is happening in the world around? Everybody's like jumping in and jumping on people. And he was like, we gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta like help people out a little bit because it is getting ridiculous, ridiculous. So we're going to pop in, we're going to make some stuff happen. So hopefully everybody's ready. We're going to do some next level stuff. If you can hear me, give me a thumbs up. Friday night party at work where everybody wants to be partying with the people. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? Is it loud and clear? Do I need to turn it up? Is it like, is it something that's exciting? Can I be heard? Maybe if I turn it up just a little bit. Oh yeah, here we go. That sounds good, I like that. All right, everybody, let's pop in, let's jump in. And then we're gonna look at this. I was gonna give you the a little bit of the Bodhi cam, but he's under my, my stuff. He's under down here. So I don't think I can get that. So we're fading out. We're gonna find a new tune. We're gonna find some good stuff tonight. Look, I'm 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 all up. I'm Ace Ventura right now. I've got my my vibe. I'm blending into the background, and I'm feeling for pretty freaking fantastic right now. I'm feeling. I got my vibe on. I've got my vibe. I'm Legend of Zelda up. I don't know if you know what that is, Legend of Zelda. If you do, or if you don't, I don't know. Today we're going to talk about empathy, the three hacks, but to go into empathy and stay with me on this, right? Because to really unlock the power of empathy, one of the things that we really want to focus on is we want to figure out what empathy is, right? I think that we actually, we've kind of lost the connection with empathy and it's taken into a little bit of sympathy. Now, I could be wrong, but so we're going to get into the video with three ultimate empathy hacks for that next level relationship. So stay with me on that. And then we're going to, if you see in the bio and the links below, there is a community called soc.live. And we're doing a lot of things like this. Like we're doing a, some group talk tomorrow. Um, you can be part of that. There's three days free just for you, for me. And you can log in there and try it out. We're going to be creating master classes. Um, we're going to do Tarot, Astro Weather. We're going to do different read readings we're going to do meditations guided meditations sun circles fire circles fire chants naked dance <laughs> static dance we're going to be doing it all i'm going to get naked on there like russell brand and i'm going to just oh wait you up okay batman's in the move oh dude you just totally gassed me right now what is oh wait hold up that was atrocious body cam boom I cannot believe you just did that, dude. I cannot. I, I can't. You just totally killed me right now. You just, you just sprayed me. 
he's like a he's like a a skunk, but the Batman version, he just totally just gassed me out right now. Back to basics. Boom. Anyway, that's the Batman cam. And so we're going to go into three ultimate hacks for empathy. But to do that, what we need to do, and I know you're impatient, you want to be part of this, but we're this is live. We're having fun too. We're not just, I mean, think of this as like an extended version of TikTok where we actually just sit back, relax, and we talk about shit and we break it down so that we really understand it. It's not just like a top five live and then you're like, oh, that was a great 10 minutes. It was juicy, but I forgot everything they said. You got to watch it like six times. So how do you unlock the power of ultimate empathy? Wow, that's just dangerous. Oh, wow. Oh, dude. That, he's a sick dog right now. He's got kennel cough. And oh my gosh, that's total doxycycline. You doxed me. You doxed me, dog. That's doxycycline for sure. He's down back. He's down for the count. So in today's video, we're going to change you forever and how you perceive empathy. And we're going to discuss the importance of empathy and provide practical examples and powerful ways to practice the ultimate empathy hack. So no matter who you're dealing with, you can get it done and you won't lose yourself. And I'm going to do a little reel on Instagram about this too when we're done here. But we're going to break down empathy and why is it so important first off. I got crop dusted for sure. Totally crop dusted. Okay, so empathy, and why is empathy so important? We're going to break it down. It's the ability to understand or to be understood and to love somebody without allowing your own baggage or ego to cloud the connection. You got me? So how can you sit with and, and sincerely be with somebody that's about to break it down and give you a blow-by-blow -blow detail of what didn't work in their life or what's not working or what's wrong or what they need help with? And you got to sit there with love and understanding and still maintain your space, but also view them as special because this is their time. They're the main character right now. So if you can feel me, fam, on that one, you know when somebody casts you as the main character and they're sitting there and they're like, damn, that person saw me. I felt seen. I was the main character. I was on screen for 10 minutes. Even if it was only 10 minutes, I was totally being heard right now there's nothing like that and if you can develop that skill you will score big not that we're doing it to score but it's definitely a skill to have in your toolbox when it comes to talking to people so the vibe of ultimate empathy the pros let's go over some pros first it's going to allow you to let that person not only be the main character but also you get to shine you get to be compassionate you get to give back a little bit Right, so your karma count drops down, 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 down. The more you have compassion and care. And I know it's not about balancing out your own karma by being there and being compassionate, but it is, right? So because in this world where we're dealing one-on-one -on -one with people, we definitely, it's like a squirrel storing nuts for the winter. We definitely wanna start storing up acts of service, real kindness, not just fake kindness, real compassion, real presence, because you just never know, right? I like to, when I'm, if I'm going to that heaven's gate and I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking to myself, mm, and if there is by chance, let's say the great AI is standing there and is like, oh, let me tally that up. 
you are 50 cents short of stepping inside, my friend. See you later. <laughs> Go back to zero. <laughs> no. I'm, and it's not about being that. I'm making fun of it a little bit. But this is for the impractical part of people that are really just done they don't want to go anymore. They don't want to do anymore. They don't want to stretch their legs and love people more than they love themselves. So if the only thing that is your motivator for the moment is to make sure that as you shift, you still stay in that mind of service because you can lose yourself in mindfulness. I'll do a video on that too, but not today. Um, it's going to allow you to really let that person be the main character, most of all. And that's important, especially if it's your mom, your sister, your brother, your your lover, whatever it might be, where you can actually zero in on them and help them zoom to a finish where they feel fantastic, where they feel like you felt them. That's a lot of feeling. So in regardless of your experience, right, or your belief, be there for them. It's about building bridges, building bridges of understanding and fostering that compassion and bridging the gap right? Bridging the gap between you and that other person. It's not about me all the time. It's about you too. So if I can't do it by myself, and if I'm only about myself, then when I need a someone else, they're not going to be there. So I'm going to be that person that I needed when I needed somebody and nobody was there. And that will ultimately also bring me to a place where I'm breaking down my own barriers. I'm breaking through my own bullshit, right? I'm stepping into a new space. I'm feeling it. I'm actually showing up. And if it's about faking it till you make it, if it's about exercising empathy, even though you may not necessarily feel it, you will eventually drop in and feel it. And it'll be permanently felt. You will have that heart space. You will move. It might take a couple icebreakers, a couple shots over the bow where you are like, man, I just don't know if I can be that person. I'm going to really put myself in that situation. I'm going to put myself in that other person's shoes. I'm going to build this bridge. I'm going to understand. I'm going to foster some compassion, even though I'm all booked up. And I'm going to break through. Because as you step in and you show up for someone else, what happens is you shift something inside. And I'm telling you from personal experience, this is a pro. So when you do that, it's going to enhance your relationship. Right? Pro number three, it's going to enhance your relationship because when you practice the ultimate level of empathy, you create that deeper connection and you foster trust and empathy in all relationships because that shit is contagious. Empathy, when you start, I mean, literally, okay, so like there's nowhere I don't go where empathy doesn't get there first. Because I'm suddenly stepping out into the world and I'm seeing me everywhere. I'm seeing the me and the we and I'm actually doing unto others as I would have them do unto me. That golden rule that my mom used to say before I went to school. Even though I get my ass beat at school because I was short, I was a nerd, I was chubby, I was fat and I was not fantastic at all. I would get pounded in the ground but I did not lose the heart. That's a sidetrack. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway. Even if you have had a tough life, a rough life, you can bring that to the table without breaking your own space. Be solid. Give them a structure. Don't let your shit spill into theirs for one second. Just listen to them. 
because that's one of the first, that was the pros, but so that's one of the no's, right? Avoid sliding into the situation when it comes to empathy. Avoid like self-projection, seriously. Because the example here is empathy is about the other person, not first person. They are the main character, the only actor in the play. You are watching it. You're, you're on the other side of the fourth wall. You are actually feeling the show. You're sitting there. You're observing. You're not swerving back into yourself. It, this is not a 180. If anything, it's a 360, so you can see yourself in their shoes, right? So empathy is always about the other person, not first person, a.k.a. not me, but you. And this will help you in your own struggle, right? So that note can go into a pro because if I'm able to avoid self-projection, what I'm doing as well is that I'm learning alongside of someone else without having to actually rinse and repeat that lesson on my own time. I can literally learn from other people leaning on me if I listen and I feel and I don't start drifting off into my own fantasy world trying to bring it back to me. But if I really sit with them and feel it and empathically put my power in the present moment, I will heal vicariously through them without having to go backwards to in my BS. But I can heal alongside of them because I'm healing them. And the energy of healing just overtakes the whole spot. And it becomes a healing space because you're bringing the whole you without having to go back to identify. You don't need to identify. This isn't method acting, right? You don't need to find out what made you identify with the emotions that they're feeling. Just be there. Be present. And you, if they cry and you cry, you're not crying because you're sympathetic. You're not crying because it reminds you of something you did in the past. You're crying because you feel them, right? You feel them. You're in that. Again, a.k.a. not me, but you. Empathy is about the other person, not first person. Feel me? So the other no is going to be around the action of listening, right? Right now, you might not be listening to me all the way. I'm a little spaced out. It's Friday night. I've been doing some funky shit. I've been doing some magical mushroom meditations. Not really, but I maybe I would have, but I haven't. I'm taking care of Batman in the back. So... The act of listening, the art of listening. Practice it right now. This is a fact. Focusing on my words as if it was someone else's words that's talking to you. Let's focus. I love you. I'm sending you love. You feel it? If you focused on it, you felt it. So now imagine the act of listening, the art of listening in empathy that sets you apart that is the highest hack is focusing on their words, feelings, and experiences that they're sharing. Not falling back into your own failures, your own space, but being present, being a reflection, being a positive force in that space. Think of yourself as like a lighthouse on the hill, leading them back to the light, helping them, just shining, so they can see that you're there and you're supportive. Supportive, right? Like a good bra. <laughs> like, a nice, like a nice pair of socks. <laughs> you're supportive. 
Am I still live? I don't know. Give me a thumbs up if you can still hear me. So anyway, so when you do that, right, this is going to allow you to resonate with their perspective without imposing your own preconceived notion. That's powerful. That, that's powerful in any way, right? In any platform, but empathy the most. When you can resonate with the, the other person, but you're not kind of imposing your own preconceived notions or your no-nos, your, your, your own bullshit, right? So it's tempting, but definitely not tea, right? Don't be tempted by that tea because we don't want that. Oh, good, I got a thumbs up. So the benefits of this act of listening and putting that other person first for that moment, not all the way, right? Because that's the next one of the next no-nos. But so in this one, the benefit's going to be you're going to build trust. You're going to encourage open communication, which is cultivates freaking fantastic friendships. And right now, all of us really could use a good friend. I mean, if it's the end of the world, you want to count more than five people on your hand. Oh, shit, I just did the... Now I'm in... Am I an act of following... No, wait, now I am. Boom. <laughs> follow me, follow me. Can you see? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't want it to find never mind. Okay, so um you're building trust, you're encouraging open communication, and you're fostering safety because you're being authentic. Say what? There's that word again, authenticity. So you're being authentic, so you're allowing them your authenticity. Because you're not bringing it back to you. You're, you're listening, right? The other no, no, no is not to get too judgy, right? That's a big yikes for sure, getting judgy. You got to let go of the tendency to judge somebody else based on your own belief or your own bias or your own past. This was my problem when I would get churched. I would walk in and I felt like I was a failure or I needed to fall on my knees and beg for forgiveness just because people looked at me like I was that way, right? They looked at me like I was a sinner. They still look at me like I'm a sinner. And I was like, I'm not, don't single me out, man. I'm showing up. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to be part of the pack. Why you got to single me out and look at me like that? Why are you going to make me isolated, make me feel all separate? Judgy, judgy. It's like a muddy window. It is like a dirty windshield. You can't see through it. You don't. You, it just ruins the whole experience. So, when you're listening to people, if somebody comes out to you, like imagine like somebody's wanting to confide in you, and they've had a horrible time, and you're you're just a couple guys hanging out, and you don't know them that well, but you would really they they have a lot of good qualities, and you're inspired by them. Maybe they're in your school or your work or something. And they started saying something like, and you're a dude, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly the other guy goes, yeah. And then he he went to kiss me and it was, I, I accidentally headbutted him and it felt so bad. Don't get all judgy and preachy and be like, oh, he said a boy. He, what's, he was kissed a boy. Oh, my God. Don't jump into your own judge. Don't jump into your own stuff. Be present for the person. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Give them your best foot. Give them the ability to feel beautiful and to be authentic. Give them safety. Because that's what you want. You don't, 
I tell you, when I walked into church, I don't walk in anymore. The water boils. <laughs> it steams up. Nobody wants to see me walk in now. No, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. So, but like when I used to walk into church, I was just hoping to find peace and tranquility and to to find a place where I felt home. And then, damn, if people didn't judge me. And that injured me deeply. And it made my, it just turned it into a traumatic experience. Even though they wanted to sit down and have me confess some shit, they were not looking at me like they were in love. They were looking at me like, like what? Oh my God. Could I get a substitute here? <laughs> Could I get a side across? I need to castrate this person. I mean, it's like, what is going on? It was really hectic. So don't be judgy, right? Don't injure people more than they're already injured. If they're coming to you and they need you to exercise empathy, they really are looking at you for your authenticity. They want you to show up and to be to be so supportive. Even if it was they were even if they were confessing something crazy, you you're you're you may revert back to ego and be like, oh no, hell no. Imagine it's your husband or your wife and they're confessing to you that they had an affair and you immediately want to jump down their throat. But the moment you do, you're going to injure everyone even more. If you just sat there and listened to it, honestly, you'll be able to not only heal yourself in the situation, but heal them because you'll authentically be able to show up and then you can step aside if you need to. You can say, you know, that doesn't vibrate with me. Or you can make a decision. But if somebody's in the midst of confession or seeking help, if somebody's suicidal, if somebody's like having a depressive moment, don't go into your own laundry list. Just jump in and be there and enjoy the ride. Just be you. Be big. Big, big, big. And this is going to, again, it's going to encourage growth. It's going to reduce the conflicts on the planet in the relationships. And the biggest one yet, the biggest, biggest, biggest no-no for engaging in an empathic world and this is also might go back to blow back on the boyfriend thing if he was confessing or the girlfriend was confessing having an affair this could weigh into that maybe i stepped a little bit too far in advance on my own <laughs> but we'll roll with it whatever feels good is practicing emotional boundaries right maintain emotional space to prevent being consumed by their emotions or the situation Offer support and compassion, but don't let their um, monster move you or consume you, right? Don't go down with the ship, right? It's like the lifeguard jumping in to save somebody. If they're getting squirrely and they're throwing fists, you might have to let them drown a little bit. I'm sorry. You can revive them on the beach, but don't let them take you down too because then you'll both be out there and nobody's going to get saved. As long as you keep your space and keep yourself conscious, you offer up who you are and you be concerned and you be sincere and you be authentic, but don't let them swing on you, right? Emotionally, spiritually, or physically. Don't, you're not a punching bag, right? You're, you're a bean bag. You're soft. You're just sit with me. Just sit right here, but you're not a punching bag. I, I damn, I did in the camera again. Yeah, so give your glow and go, right? Safe space, every place, but don't let them sit on your. Let's go to Bubba Cam. <laughs> Boom. He blends in Batman. That's why he's Batman. Look at that camouflage. 
Hey, Bodhi. Say what? Pumpernickel. Oh, you can't even see. He's so he's so badass. He blends in. He you can't even see that mug. You cannot see him. Wait, why am I? Oh, I'm lap cam, Mac cam. I'm back on the stap cam. So we got the the pros. We got the nose, and the benefits of giving your glow but going and safe space every place, but don't let them invade your space is it protects your emotional well-being and prevents burnout and it will maintain healthy self right you need the help that healthy self now here is three bonus rounds some of these may be a little bit similar but they're not quite the same three ways uh, to achieve that vibe to help the whole tribe right empathy for everyone yeah i know he's so sweet hola how's it going bonjour Como esta? Muy bien. Now, <laughs> in every language. Okay, so the first one that really helps me to hack into the the whole stance of being empathic without getting too too um, sucked in or bringing my own shit to the door is I like to cultivate self awareness. Right? I like to I like to reflect on my own stuff. But I don't bring in my emotions. I will mirror theirs. If they're laughing, I'm not gonna cry. If they're crying, I'm not gonna laugh. I'm not gonna I'm gonna be present with them. I'm gonna mirror their emotions as much as possible in an honest, healthy way. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna snap to a trigger, right? I'm gonna look at everything at that moment as a teacher. Because I'm trying to be there so they can reach nirvana. They want to be in a safe space. If they say something, like I said, like if you were like subbing in and somebody said something that was off or you were like, wow, um, I don't know if I can handle that. As long as it doesn't break your boundaries and doesn't pull you in and doesn't suck you under, just sit with it. Don't let it trigger you. Learn from it. You can always, you know, you can be at another place the next time, but this is going to help you to also learn. So don't bring your bias. Just sit there. Be be true to the experience. Think of it like you're watching someone embrace vulnerability. You're watching someone become one with their emotions. And you're actually, you're in a state of awareness, right? You're aware of what's going on. You're self-aware but it allows you to separate your experiences and feelings from theirs if you allow empathy to be a little bit of a mirror. I think, if I remember, in neurolinguistic program, they talked about mirroring dialogue or actions to make a person feel comfortable. Now, we're not trying to manipulate people. We want to be honest. We want to be sincere. But the mirroring technique, like if somebody leans in to talk to you and you lean in a little bit as well, or if they lean back and you lean back, that subtle cue can make them feel very supported. And granted, I'm not advising you to go unnatural. Stay natural, stay organic, stay you. But these are just other ways that you could maybe take that, that space to a deeper place. And then you want to practice self-care, right? 
self-compassion to make sure that you have the capacity to extend empathy at that moment. There's nothing worse than you start out being there for someone and you lost your glow and you got to go because you weren't ready, you weren't prepared. Unless it's an emergency empathic situation, try to be honest with the person and say, I really want to listen to what you have to say. I'm running late. I'm running behind. I don't have the emotional capacity at this present moment, but let's schedule something. Call me in 30 minutes or let's meet later for lunch or when we get home, I want to sit and listen. Show up and let them feel supported. Let them feel validated. Let them feel plugged in to your compassionate side. But don't be there dishonestly. Don't be there erroneously. Don't be... Don't try to pull the wool over their emotional eyes because then what will happen if you don't have the energy at that moment to be there empathically, they will beat the hell out of you. They will pull you in and it's like that lifeguard example. You're going out to save somebody that's drowning and then suddenly they clock you in the and then you're done and you're drowning and both of you die. So don't do that, right? Always make sure you are exercising self-care and self-compassion to not lose your glow and know when to go and know when to come back and know that this is something that's important. So you need to really to, to make time for this. But at the same time, you don't want to waste their time because you can only, you can only stand half the conversation. You can only walk about 10 minutes with them, but they need 20, right? Clarify what they're looking for. If it's something deep, do them both of you a favor. Schedule some solid time, right? And then another uh, second tip for really diving into next level conversations. And this is a little longer because this is next level. This is taking something deeper, right? Which is what we really all want. We want to be seen, but we also want to be able to show up because that is so empowering when you can show up and you feel that connection, when you everything you've been through suddenly helps you to be the person that doesn't need to reach in the back seat to pull out your shit because you've shifted and you can suddenly be that person for someone else. Right? You're like they say, you're you're being the person that you needed when nobody was there, right? So you you've stepped into that role now on the spiritual acronyms or the spiritual acumen, you're on level you're on level three right now, you're in purpose, right? You've moved out of manifestation, you're in purpose. So practice perspective taking, right? Put yourself in the other person's shoes for a second, put, put yourself in their space and try to understand their thoughts and feelings and what's motivating that, that moment, right? Challenge um, anything that you might assume, right? If you suddenly think, oh, well, it was that other person's fault, it may not have been, don't jump on that train, don't jump on any train. Don't don't go to that cup of tea just yet, right? It could be something more than meets the eyes, but be honest, be wholesome, be on, be on it, be there, but don't judge, right? Don't don't assume. Don't jump into your own biasness. Consider other alternatives or other perspectives. Maybe what they're saying is 100% legit, but whatever it is, right or wrong, true or not, they're feeling it and it's really fueled and you want to help them, right? 
So they may be completely delusional. I dealt with some people like this in the twin flame situation that were just completely out in left field thinking that, oh man, that's my forever person. And they were fueled. That fire was big. And the other person had was literally Vin Diesel. So I had to to be there and let that fire burn down a little bit before um, they could even understand, right? Any alternative perspective or any input from my side. Because empathy will lead to input after they've exercised everything they want out. And then that authenticity and that um, honest moment that you've shared will bring them back to ask opinions or questions because you've built a bond of trust. Don't abuse it. Prevent, don't, don't just provide um, alternatives. Provide perspectives. Still listen to them. Don't tell them that they're necessarily wrong. Like, oh, for, uh, Vin Diesel? Girl. For real? Vin Diesel? Are you sure? Are you, sh- you know he's got three kids. You know he... He does he doesn't even know you. He is not having astral sex with you. I'm sorry. It was me. <laughs> right. Okay. This leads into the second the, the third. Third. The big number three. Strike three. You out. This is set healthy boundaries, right? For everybody. Because we need boundaries. I've just broken so many boundaries tonight. I hope that it's not too much for you. (laughs) Number one boundary breaker right there. Boom. Gas master. The task master. He doxes me with his doxycycline from his freaking canine influenza cough situation. Oh, that's my lap cam. Just in case anything pops up. Boom. Okay, so set healthy boundaries. Like, okay, for instance, like this is a healthy boundary. This is not. Healthy boundary, definitely not a healthy boundary. If I was talking to you with this and this, if we were doing a Zoom coaching call and this was your angle, unhealthy boundary. (laughs) So clearly define your emotional limits, right? And communicate them with a little bit of assertiveness. Be confident in your boundary. Don't be afraid to communicate it. Like, oh, I'm sorry, sister. No, I don't need the lap cam. No, 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 no. Recognize when your own well-being is being compromised, right? This is a big thing. I think that a lot of times what happens is we think we're being empathic. And then we're actually silently being totally Nosferatu, we're totally, we're vampiring ourselves because we're self-sabotaging because we slip back into sympathy. So in our sympathetic situation, we, we drag out our own shit and we start buttering that whole experience with our own bullshit. And then we form this trauma bond and then suddenly we're like, it goes from like, like the the psychiatric couch to the casting couch to the cuddling, and then you've beat 
the wrong drum. That's breaking healthy boundaries. See what happens on Friday night? This is for real. This is for, for, for real. Right? So clearly define your emotional limits and communicate those assertively. I'm looking at the comments at the same time, trying to see <laughs> trying to see what's freaking, if anything's out of control, if there's any fires I have to put out. So recognize when, you're on, when your own well-being is being compromised, right? Take those steps to protect yourself without sacrificing actual, authentic, truthful empathy, right? So in conclusion, right? So we know what we've really talked about. We've taken this to the next level for sure. Okay, let's, here's a test before we go. Unhealthy boundary, healthy boundary. A fairly healthy boundary. Unhealthy boundary, healthy boundary. Better boundary. You know what I'm feeling? You see? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. I like that angle a little bit better because it gives me a little bit of bubba. But then I can do this and I go, sweet. It's clocking me. So, in conclusion, right? Ultimate empathy empowers you in the love department, in the understanding department, in the diving deep department, in the ability to not lose yourself in the process. So through the art of listening, avoiding self-projection, and practicing your emotional boundaries, do I need to, I don't have to, do I have to go back to unhealthy? No. We can cultivate empathy from a place of power, right? And that's just the fact. That's the fact. If you want, that's the fact. And I, yeah, I see, because even your dialogue starts to, sh starts to sh shift when you're speaking about things. So I've been speaking about feelings now the whole time, this whole time. And now I'm like, you feel me? You feel me? Feel it? For sure. Feel it? So even your dialogue starts to, to, to dial in to the vibration. That's, you know that's when you're in it. So as long as we embrace that transformative power of empathy, we're going to create a world of understanding. Did you know if I go like that, that's also a mudra for magnificent? It's not just, so how, what's the coincidence of the Italians doing this? It's like, oh, mamma mia. Mamma mia. And this is the mudra for mama. This is the mudra for motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> there goes the branding on this one. Uh, no, I won't get any Ford commercials. I might get an L.A. Dodgers commercial, though. That's an inside joke. So, thank you for watching. And if you choose to stay on, I'm going to pull a couple cards if you're still here. I'm going to pull a card because I think somebody wants to feel something. I'm going to do some yes, no cards just real quick. You see, I've got, this is my angel, my angels on my side. So if you are right now and you feel that you want to tap into your emotional space, you're like, you know what, Ryan, I really, I'm ready for my tribe. I'm ready for that love. I'm ready for that next level. I'm ready for that job. I don't know. I've been on this journey for a while. Shit's super hard. 
I'm constantly feeling like I'm sideways. I'm spinning out of control. This empathy conversation shows me exactly how many people are not in my corner. What can I do? That'll be in the next video. We're going to talk about that. How to jump out of the void, right? We're also going to talk a little bit about this and that tomorrow in the live on Ask Ryan in the group at soc.live. And if you are a content creator and you want to create some cool stuff, I've got a room and a community that we're going to start bringing people into. Think of it like um, an awakened art gallery for everyone that has a, a gift that wants to put it out there. To speak, to talk, to be free, right? In a place that nobody's judging you. Nobody's there to injure you. It's all safe. And it's like group therapy every other week. There is live tarot. There is um, behind-the-scenes podcast. There's naked dancing. There is romancing. There is card pulls. There is body cam. There is costume parties. Full moon rituals. Right? Okay, so you want to ask a question. I'm going to tune into you right now. No matter when you're watching this, even if it's a month from now, send me that question. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, man. Oh, meditation brings answers. So meditation is going to bring your answer. And this is a rainbow. So this means it's, it's going to require you to be tapped into all levels of your awakening. So in, in my imagination, so this is, it's a yes. Whatever you were wanting an answer for is a yes, but the problem isn't outside. The reason why it's not happening, the reason why you're stuck, the reason why you're not getting where you want to be, it is because you're separating your spirituality from your experience. You're isolating who you are, where you are, and what's going on to that 10 minutes or that one hour or that walk in nature. It's not going to work. You've got to immerse yourself. You've got to bathe yourself in that belief. You've got to get that juicy feeling all over. You've got to feel so good. You've got to, oh yeah, you've got to cross those boundaries into the belief system. It needs to become a knowing when you can break out of having to schedule your mantra and your meditation and it becomes your entire day, now you got, it's going to, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's the, that's the next level. You feel me? That's moving from the dark night of the soul level two to the law of attraction, making my uh, manifestation go from one, two to three, still not for me, three to four to five, still looking not feeling alive. I gotta, I'm moving from hit to hit, from goal to goal, not ever going deep enough to feel like I, I'm good enough. That's taking it to that next step to that section three where you're in purpose, where you found that frequency and you're like, motherfucker. That's right. Now I'm going to break, I'm going to break it open the tape deck to do this next one. Bam. These are tiny. This makes me look like a giant. If this was a tape, that would be compact. So this is question number two for you, whoever it is, wherever it is, whenever it was. What do you want? To send it to me. 
I got it. <sighs> mm. This is not a yes or no. This is a maybe. Nice. For what? For what? Why? What do you... It, that's nice, right? Your question, your, your desire, your design, whatever it is. That's nice. It's so nice. But for what? Do you need that new car? Do you really need that bigger house? Do you really need that to build that ass a little bigger? Do you really need those pants that are super tight that it looks like you could just like, you might, like, your legs might fall asleep permanently? Do you really need that perm? Don't go all full Brady on me. There was a story of a. So the thing is, it's nice. It's really as nice. But for what, though? Is that new job going to really be the answer? Is that new relationship going to really be the one? Is that new dress going to really drive the boys wild? It might, but nice. But why? What, what do you get out of it? Truly, other than spending more money, extending yourself, taking undue risks, for what? Do you really want to bend your will and break the boundary and be there for the person or the family that has been treating you like shit? Nice. It's nice. Yeah, blood is thicker than water, but blood is also messy as all hell. So nice. But for what? Right? That's that's that. If you can answer for what, then it's not in your way anymore. But I feel this is intuitively, it's a no for now. Because you don't know. Right? And that's the answers for tonight, everybody. I'm going to go to Instagram, pop on over and do a little live over there too. Give a little love to Instagram. I appreciate everybody being here. Did everybody enjoy this? Is everybody still alive and breathing? Give me a thumbs up. And then if you give me a thumbs up, the like button looks a lot like a thumb. That would be so loving for me. And if you would leave a comment, and if you like this Friday night full throttle, I might could do this again. This is like a friend's night. I could do that again. I could see Friday night becoming a date night, like doing it again. What do you think? Dude, you did it again. Damn it. Okay, that's he's got to go outside. I'm going to take him for a little whatever. And I love you, though. I love you. Oh, I'm being so em empathetic right now. <sighs> I love you so much. You're sick. I know you're sick. I love you. I just love you. <sighs> I'm being, I'm putting in those hacks right now. I'm really being present. I'm actually present right now in this empathy state. Everybody, love you all. Leave comments down below. Let me know that you got this. Let me know that it registered. Let me know that it sank in. And I'm going to put this up on the podcast as well. 
the School of Consciousness on Spotify. And if you follow me on um, Instagram, it's Ryan Keys to Life. If you would like coaching or counseling, if you would love to have someone listen to you as deeply as I hope you did to me, you can find me and the links in the description below. Peace, light, and love. And I will see you all shortly on Instagram in like the next three minutes. <laughs> Slippery slope. Bang. Boom. Bring it home. Bring it home. Don't you like the pink? I love the pink. The cosmic messages in pink. I love pink. It's powerful for me. Pink is my superpower. Bam. See you later.